You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for joining us. This segment's been brought to all of you by Be Simply and the Soul in Luna Cycles. We are diving into certainty, resolve, and peace today. As we enter into fall in the North American continent and in the northern hemisphere and spring in the southern hemisphere we do this shift where we're going into the yin and the yang energy our little beautiful transition until we're in the full yin and the full yang and as we move out of these experiences that we've been having over the last quarter on this planet It's really truly an opportunity for everyone on this globe to clear space, create space, and to come into certainty and peace. And it's really interesting because in the fall, we have this opportunity to clear out grief. And in the spring, we have this opportunity to clear out anger. And really, uh, when we make peace, our grief subsides and we can sip up some of that joy uh, that maybe we experienced over the summer and winter months. And then with anger, when it grabs our attention, uh, we learn to have patience till a resolution arrives or patience with ourselves until we can make peace. So as we make this transition over the course of this next week, into the new moon, I really encourage each and every one of you to take some moments for yourself to really feel into uh, where you have places to make deeper peace with self. And when we come into peace from the inside out, uh, then we're able to move through life in a most certain calm. So The one area, and that's part of the soul, silence, and sound that will assist us in this is our mind. And when the mind is empty, so when we look at a meditative practice, uh, the, the true practice is just to keep that mind empty and to be still in all aspects of life. It doesn't mean that you won't experience emotion. However, you'll, uh, rock those emotions in a way like a mother or a father uh, gently rocking their baby and putting them to to bed uh, in the evening that you'll handle those emotions with care and you won't uh, encourage them to get wild, if you will. But sometimes that happens to all of us. And so during these months, spring and uh, fall, we can really practice our rocking with ourselves and see where we need to lull certain aspects that keep rising up within ourselves into a final release, a let go. 
And what that does is once we lighten our load, then we can retain a most certain center point. And when we're taking action from that center point, that ensures that we are not allowing our emotional body to get the best of us. And so oftentimes what happens when people have gone through a lot of trauma, they might have learned how to seal off their emotions, or maybe they lived in an ecosystem where emotions weren't welcome. And so, as I mentioned before, it's a process of opening up the emotional center, learning how to have all your emotions, and then bringing it back to center. And this is an interesting thing for me to explain to those people that really have persevered through amazing adversity, but to welcome them into feeling, to crying, to releasing the grief, and then clearing it out and then bringing themselves back to a most certain calm peace. And I really feel like the transitions between spring and summer and fall and winter are really about walking in peace and being that peaceful quote unquote warrior with the spring energy and in the fall energy being this ever-present stillness that can really harness the dynamic force of the feminine in a way that uh, will assist you in creating. So whether we're in action or moving towards repose, both principles apply during this transition on the earth. And it's, it's very curious to me because once we get into full summer and winter we have opposing force and polarity and that's why sometimes these these intermediary seasonal experiences can be volatile uh, depending where you are so rather than getting swept up in the leaves or getting swept up in that wood energy rising I encourage each and every one of you just to really do your due diligence, clear out what no longer serves, subtract from the inner landscape to the outer world, which isn't working for you. And then from there, move forward and see what arrives. And as we make this, I don't know, grand dance forward, uh, It would be good for all of humanity to just take that time to be. And so today when we go into this meditation, if you can actually, before we get there, and you might even stop this talk for a moment and say, where am I not in peace? Where can I come into peace? And where do I need to uh, exercise that peace? within not the outside world you know and as long as we're in this flow of samsara there will always be this dynamic nature of change this dynamic nature of uh, polarities because that's what exists the ultimate way that mother nature welcomes all of us to be on this planet is to keep that pendulum pretty tight so you hold that center point and you keep your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual body really at a most ever-present calm. And then from there, when you get the cues to dance, to laugh, to sing, to notice where you have anger rising or grief that needs to be released or worry 
that you've learned to do those different dances so that you can be of service to yourself and really take the cues from your emotional body so they don't get stagnant in the physical body. And so imagine if you spend more of your time just feeling into those emotional cues, processing and moving them and let go of overanalyzing, overthinking, overspeaking. Because what will happen, the more that you speak about a trauma, a situation, over and over and over, all you are doing is repeating it, repeating it, repeating it, and fixating on it, which will create an electromagnetic field that will charge it bigger and bigger and bigger versus allowing it to dissipate. And this is why when we look at anything even like a trauma, it's it's an electromagnetic field that was charged at a certain moment. And if you allow yourself to process the emotional cues as they occur naturally, not by forcing it, you'll process it, it'll dissipate, and then you'll carry on. And then as you carry on, you'll be met with maybe another little bit of that charge so you can handle it. And bit by bit, then it will come into a neutral point. But it's when we suppress it and push it down, push it like way, way down, that it will become larger and larger and larger. And I was talking this week on the Mind You and Food segment about with grief, especially if we push it down and push it down, it's going to come out as anger. And especially if you've lost someone, I've experienced this several times in my life, if you push it down and don't get a chance to express that grief with yourself or process it with someone uh, when you're ready, then it can come out in weird places uh, and you might be all of a sudden expressing anger in inappropriate places. And really in our society, a lot of that's where that's happened is that when we're uneasy, when we're not at peace, when we're not at calm, it'll come out. It has to come out. It doesn't belong stored in your body. It doesn't belong stored in your soul. It doesn't belong even stored in your most emotional body, your mental body. And we want it to come up and out in a way that's productive. So uh, if we look at the mental body, how we can assist this process in coming into a certain place of peace is to practice the meditation, practice the repose, and welcome yourself just to be. And as thoughts come in, welcome them to leave. Less thoughts, the better. There's no real reason to fill your head with thoughts. It's something that uh, happens. And if you do have a lot of thoughts, then uh, I always recommend uh, my students and my clients that speak a lot to talk less. And you might observe yourself how much you speak and how much you listen and kind of weigh in. Do you speak more? Do you listen more? Do you, are you able to say what you need to concisely and directly to the point or do you carry on? This will give you a sense, not with judgment, of how busy your mind is and how your listening skills are and how well you communicate. Do you have a good exchange with someone back and forth? By bringing this into balance, it'll be easier to arrive at an empty mind, a clear mind, and you will feel a calm when you, you reach there. And that's why we have to sit. You'll be able to notice where the mind, the body, the heart, the soul are restless. 
And then I integrate the sound because then I can uh, nourish you with sound to work on your electromagnetic field to bring you into harmony, into balance. And so there's no, you know, uh, what can we say? Bells, whistles, delusions here. Real simple process. But it's work. It's work. You know, it'd be easier to take you on a magic unicorn ride uh, versus welcome you to sit and be fully present with yourself. And then uh, welcoming that emotional body to stay clear and clean and to acknowledge when you have emotions, yet you don't have to fully give way to them, meaning you honor them, you sit with it, you feel it, and then you decide, you decide what you want to do with it. You decide, do I need or want to cry? being that we're moving into grief season or do I want to utilize that energy for something else and you can harness it because as I've mentioned before energy does not have an opinion it's a force that moves through space and you determine what you put into that energy by if you put grief anger joy sadness neutrality whatever you put into it is the cause and effect loop that will Put those debits or withdrawals into your cosmic bank account. So from there, once you get this dialed in, this emotional center, then as we've talked before, is your heart has this ability then to be present with the divine in a way that moves it beyond you. When we're too caught up in our own suffering and our own samsara, where it consumes us and consumes us so much that uh, we're not able to be of service to others, then you're creating a buffer between you and the divine because you're consumed in uh, energy field that one typically isn't here anymore. If it's from the past, you're, you're playing and dancing around in a past story versus seeing what's available to you in the present moment. And so from there, once you learn to like acknowledge the emotions, decide what you want to do with them or see what comes up, meaning that you don't have to react to them one way or the other, it would look like this. I'm feeling sad. I'm just going to see what comes up, but I'm not going to like engage with it one way or the other. The same practice is what we want to do at meditation. Thoughts come in. We don't have to engage with them. We can observe them and stay focused in the present moment. And then the physical body tells us a lot because this is where we trap all these thoughts and emotions and concepts and projections and feelings throughout our body. And so when we do a formal sit, like we're going to very shortly, that's when we start to feel what's trapped in our body, where we have pain, soreness, what's coming up. And even though, let's say you have a sore, a sore shoulder, it doesn't mean that that's the origin of, of what's trapped in your body. It might be stored there. So with the breath, with the, the simple sit, eventually it'll pop out. I've had experiences where I'm, where I'm sitting with my Dharma brothers and sisters and we're uh, with our Zen teacher and the whole room is activated and we have this energy that's popping around through all of our bodies because that's what happens. If you're in pain, then I can feel your pain. If I'm sensitive to that, doesn't mean I have to take it on, but I can notice it. I can be compassionate with it. And then if you're all sitting in a meditation, 
that your thoughts could be disturbances. Your thoughts, I'll say that again, can be disturbances to the meditation. We're looking for that quiet, that calm. The same if you are having physical pain, that becomes a disturbance in the room. The same if you're having emotional pain, that becomes a disturbance. The same if you're having euphoria, that can be a disturbance. Going into that place where all things exist and don't exist is this place of replenishment and perspective. So from there, once we've seen what's going on in that physical body, then we start to get down to the good stuff. And that is your eternal soul, that that state of being that is flowing with you. And that eternal being is there for eternity with you. And so you get to decide what you want to carry with that soul, what you want to nourish that soul with, meaning what you want to master. You also get the chance to determine where you want to go with that. So I welcome each and every one of you today when we go through the sits, notice what's in the mind, notice what's in the heart, notice what's in the body, and then go deeper. Connect with your wisdom keeper. Connect with the deepest aspect of self to see where you're ready to go next. It'll guide you. It'll lead you. And it was interesting before I gave this talk, it was almost like the inner voice is ready for guidance. And so as we sit, this is the opportunity to really hear from the inner voice. Oftentimes people will ask be out beyond for a sign or a clue or an answer to a prayer. However, if you go into this inner voice, you'll start to get clear, yet you have to be willing to soften the gaze, humble, feel humility, and then from there continue to move forward. Even if it's an adversity that you must face, it will uh, strengthen you. It'll give you perspective and awareness about what is supportive in and around you. So as we go in today, do those three check-ins, the mind, the body, the emotional center, and then welcome yourself to go deeper into your eternal being. And all it has to be is a simple gesture. And then I welcome you just to follow your natural breathing pattern. I welcome you to create a, a zazen approach, a soft gaze at a spot on the floor in front of you. Or you can close your eyes if you're comfortable with that. If the mind is too busy, open it and just stare at a focal point. It, everything will drop out. And then just allow and be without judging, without uh, forcing without uh, manipulating your own consciousness. Just let it be and see what rises up. So as we go in, I welcome you to come up to an upright seated position. Bringing that spine up and dropping those shoulders down. And then taking a nice gentle breath in. And then exhale out. Again, inhale. 
and exhale. Good. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, just welcoming you to gently breathe in and out. Following your natural breathing pattern. Welcoming the mind to empty. The emotional center to come back to a most certain calm. The physical body to relax and soften. And your consciousness to remain awake, relaxed, and aware. Thank you. 
just gently, I welcome you to just bring yourself into Shavasana, reclining completely flat on the floor or bed or sofa, and just lay with your back to that surface, palms face up, and then continue to follow your breath and receive.
Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center, gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale and exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, taking a soft, gentle breath in and out, welcoming you to just bring your gaze to the spot in front of you. And then just gently welcoming you to Take another deep breath in and out. Again, inhale and exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, I welcome you to Take a moment to give gratitude for all aspects of self. And feeling into your free will. And then gently from there, if inspired, sending some gratitude, love, kindness, compassion out beyond here to person, people, and or place. And then as you continue to breathe in and out, to welcome you to take a moment to just be with yourself and to feel into uh, what was received on a deeper level not necessarily words or images or pictures but just feel into your wisdom keeper and I welcome you to practice uh, with your faith and your inner wisdom to be in dynamic exchange with that energy and allow it to guide you to a most certain center, peace, and resolve. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. We are going to exit out with a little Kadri Scott, her new song from her album, Living, Loving, and Growing. 
Beauty Is and Dante Marino's song Blue Soul. I also want to thank Dante Marino, Kadri Scott, and Random Rab for adding uh, a, depth, a depth and a richness to this segment. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out. What makes it beautiful the way it is The way it looks at you, the way it lives The way it feels, the way it gives The way you call it mine and grasp onto it But if feel intended, true beauty will fade Can't be manufactured, not soul like a fine wine with a little bit of love and a little bit of time cause beauty is as beauty does only some have that touch it's hard to find but easy to follow beauty is as beauty does until tomorrow
each their own. If you find it, hold it and don't let go. Hard to find, but easy to follow. Beauty is as beauty does until tomorrow. See.